People of the internet, how do? I'm the F King guy, this is the F King show, and that's not a hallmark of greatness on its own. It's time to play the world's favourite fun-filled nihilistic role-playing quiz show about the end of the world. Pack your bags, we're going on an Armageddon vacation. I'm absolutely giddy with joy to have with me one part of the Hallmark of Greatness podcast. Joe, how are you doing? I'm, I'm fine. Very happy to be here. This has been a, a long time dream. It's been a long time trying to get this started. We, we You said I you were know. an agent of chaos. Uh, so why do you want to be on the podcast? Where do you see yourself with the podcast in five years? Long time <laughs> listener, first time caller. <laughs> yes, we have Mr. Boulamont with us as well. Oh yeah. Hello. And uh, you introduce your guest who just turned up at the door. Uh, sit, randomly sitting next to me is a friend of the show, Harry the Bastard. Harry. Hello. <laughs> I'm Harry the Bastard, um, known for such things as being called Harry and a bastard. Again, long time listener. Why do you want to work on a podcast? Um, because I turned up slightly inebriated at the right time. That's what I can call smell it, on your breath. Call it the right time and the right place. So, Joe, <laughs> sorry, you've got a podcast with Hallmark Greatness. Um, explain it for us. Hallmark of Greatness is uh, a dive into the musty, fetid swamp that is Hallmark Lifetime and made for TV movies. We look at them, pull apart the tropes of them, have a bit of fun with it. We used to watch these things at work. That's how it started. And that's going to fall apart now because... Craig's now technically my boss. So, yeah, so by the time this comes out, it'll have finished, uh, probably, <laughs> due to, due to um, religious reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's fun. It's a bit of, I mean, Hallmark films are all basically the same, aren't they? Man and a woman. She works in the bakery. He's a lawyer. Will they get along by the end of the film? Yes. There's a precocious <laughs> child. I haven't uh, seen one. I feel like I've actually seen quite a handful of them now you've told me that. I mean, if you if you don't want to watch them, just listen to the episode because it goes through it from start to finish in a more entertaining way, I think, than actually watching the film. But that's just that's just me being biased. But we also spam that off into Last Orders, which is actors from Hallmark films in either early or late on roles, normally involving like a rubber dinosaur and stuff. There's a lot of made-for-TV sci-fi nonsense in there. So with Hallmark actors, where do they lie on the star scale? Like you've got A-list TV actors, character actors, whereabouts are they? Well, it depends, you see, because you do get, like, you get what I consider A-list um, Hallmark actors, like the goddess Lacey Chabert. Uh, most famous for Mean Girls. Wait, Lacey Chabert, wasn't she the first Meg in Family Guy? She was uncredited, yes. Yeah, um, I, that's, that's how I know that name because they make a couple of references. To, she's a, yeah, she's Gretchen Wieners in Mean Girls as well, which you, if you haven't watched, I fell asleep on the couch before we started doing this and my wife came in and put Mean Girls on and I woke up to, none for you, Gretchen Wieners. And I thought... That's... I've never seen Mean Girls. I'm aware of it, and I'm very aware of all the references and all the memes. You should watch it. It's a good film. It's a, it's a good teen film. It, it's, I've just never got around to it. Like, it's not, it's, it's, I've got nothing against it. I've heard it's good. Like, but yeah, you've got like her up there, and then on the, on the opposite end of the spectrum, because she is a god botherer, she's very, you know, uh, on the other end of the scale, you've got like the... Dean Kane and the Kevin Sorbo element of it. Hey, whoa! It's so weird that you should mention Dean Kane. I was just thinking, like, the only Hallmark movie I'm aware of had Brandon Ralph in it, which is another Superman alum. Yes. And like, you've got people who were people, people who will become people, and people who are never going to be people. It seems to be <laughs> that, but nobody actually famous at the time. Is that copyrighted? Because I might steal that. Off. <laughs> <laughs> He you might be a what? you can he might be a boss. <laughs> Thank you. Occasionally he's solid gold. <laughs> but yeah, that's that is basically what Hallmark films are. It's uh, and there is people who make it comfortable, like Lacey Chabert only does four or five films a year now, and coin coins in the money. And all the films are the same. She's not even got to learn the script. 
It's like it's not difficult. Has there ever been a Hallmark film you actually recommend someone to watch? Like, oh, well, it actually um, is so good. It's not a Hallmark. It's a Lifetime, and it's short. It's twenty minutes. It's uh, I think it's Flavor of Love. No, that's the Flavor Flav thing. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't Flavor Flav? No, no, it's the, the, it's the, <laughs> the woman that shot in the corridor. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's the it's the one that's got AC Slater. Uh, Mario Lopez from Played by the Bell as Colonel Sanders. In oh, the, fla- fla- the flavor of love, is it? The, the, no, the I said flavor of love, love, but I don't oh, think... Oh, you did say flavor of love. It, uh, yeah. It, uh, the Colonel Sanders, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Colonel Sanders because... also. It's on YouTube for free. It's like 20 minutes of your life, and it basically condenses down a Hallmark film into 20 minutes, and it's beautiful. It genuinely is a fun film. Like, they knew what they were doing. They went fully into it. Like it's absolutely batshit insane, and it's 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 all the more glorious for it. Watch the Colonel Sanders movie. Thank me later. It nails it all down into it. It nails a ninety-minute movie down into twenty minutes. And if they all did that, my job, my weekends would be a lot more fun. <laughs> I'd have a lot more free time for like friends if I had any and hobbies. So if you had to put mainstream actors. That belong in Hallmark movies. Who would fit in? Cast me a Hallmark movie. No, because that's the thing. It's like there's some really good Hallmark actors, and but it's just that that's the, the level that they'll always be at because they're just not good enough or attractive enough or haven't sat on the right black leather couch to progress further up the rankings. Their like, eyes are just a little bit too close to know, Five guaranteed films a year for Lacey Chambert sounds good. Like five guaranteed films. Like, she's already and she's, she's and also like her she's um from Hollywood royally anyway she's from uh, an established family as a lot of oh she yeah I, who, um I, I couldn't tell you she, uh, she, uh, I think it's the man who invented hammocks is her dad <laughs> I feel like Hallmark is is one of those things like there were so many people famous in the eighties who today would have been Hallmark actors. People like Ellen Birkin. A lot of talent, not unattractive, but just not pretty enough to make it, you know? There is a uh, there's an Instagram account called Hunks of Hallmark where every day they'll, <laughs> po- they'll, they'll post up a picture of a, uh, a man from a Hallmark film and it could be the same man every day, <laughs> as far as I know. Like, slightly square-jawed, Dude, with a bit of stubble, like short back and sides, it, 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 it's it's if you if you look at the history of what the Hallmark Channel was, it was originally like a Christian channel, and they've just sort of like moved with it. And we we have a bit at the end where there's uh, what's it? It's not called Godbotherers.com because that's not a website, <laughs> but it's um, a religious website that rates movies and it's like, is it okay to show your kids this? It's like, oh, well, they, there is some kissing. And you're like, Jesus Christ, you've got a kid. At some point, you must have kissed. Some heavy right. petting. That means they've got two children, which means they've had sex at least twice, by my by my math. <laughs> Once, and then they just scrape some. No. <laughs> Missionary lights off. <laughs> almost, almost. I'm looking when you say that. <laughs> Special subjects, how confident do you feel about them? Because you gave us to them the other day. I, I you... gave you a few, and then I thought, oh, man, I've been too bold in my choices. <laughs> they included no. Rick Mail. I fucking love Rick Mail. Uh, Rick Mail, who's who I've based my entire child and adult life on. It's just a man who was so effortlessly funny. And it's, it, it, I mean, you can't learn that. That's the thing. You're either are funny or you're not funny, but I, 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 I fucking love Ring Mail. Yeah. <laughs> Everything he's been in. Got a favorite series? Uh, Young Ones. Young Ones is, is, is the thing that um, started, uh, we had a tape of it because back in the day, you used to tape stuff off the TV. Children. Uh, <laughs> and my brothers and sisters, um, would reenact bits of of the scenes and stuff, and then let me, as a four year old child, do the swear words. So I'd get in trouble, and, and I thought that's kind of like the most Rick Mail thing is 
leaving someone else to take the fucking blame for it. <laughs> it's just like I, I, it, um, this, this, the saddest day of, of my life so far was 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 when he died because I never got to fucking meet him, shake his hand, say hello, anything. I don't know what you would say. Like I, I did meet David Mitchell in a pub, and I went hello, and he went hello. And I went, I'm a big fan of yours. He went thanks, and then I went. That's that done. What do you say to famous people that you like respect that isn't just like normally? Would you like fries with that? <laughs> yeah, that, like when I served Bob Mortimer and there was a fucking uh, the till stopped working, and I had to amuse him for five minutes, and I was just like, "Oh, very good, sir. Like, you know, you're a big fan." You, you know? I, I served Bob Mortimer. He's from Embassy One Hundred. I literally just spoke to the guy's bald spot for five minutes. He never once looked up. Really? Yeah, never once looked at me. Because he lives from where we're from. He's down. He's down our way. Actually, him and Vic Reed. And Vic Reed. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's and my fact that we're never going to get any more. The, the the one sort of great thing I read recently was that uh, the Harry Potter fuckers are apparently going to release all the footage of him, all the test footage of him as Peeves and stuff, which I've wanted for a while because having listened to interviews it's one with of him. The be- it's one of the best bits of Harry Potter casting that never made it to the movie. They kept John Cleese in, but they cut Rick Mayo out. Yeah, and who gives a shit about nearly headless Nick? So, what is your favourite apocalyptic scenario? I was thinking about this, right? And I'm like, I'm all for a meteor. Like, I'd like that. Because that's just like, you get to see it approach and it's like a good sort of, heavy metal end of the earth you know meh, meh, meh. you know you can be on top of a cliff as it hits and like yeah but then i thought ah, but all the cats and dogs and cows and sheep and all the other animals die in that as well and i don't want that because like if we as a race are going to become extinct that's fine but we should leave something behind for the animals so i'm thinking like and it's controversial with the past two years but like biological weapon I thought you were going to go with like a Noah's Ark situation where it's going to be just you and the animals. Uh, no, I don't want all the animals. Like some animals are dicks, like honey badgers. Hey, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I know, everyone, wa- everyone wants to be a honey badger, but have you ever, they stink. Yeah, they're, ho- they're horrible, horrible creatures. Yeah. I don't like horses. But I, I don't like horses. I've never either. forgiven them. Never listen to uh, last week's, uh, well, at this point, some point in the past, um, <coughs> weird, weird thing about that, which is another podcast that I produce and do and stuff in, produces a loose term in it. Um, <laughs> I hate horses. I hate horses because uh, they're so big and they can kill you by just kicking you to death. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Terry Pratchett once wrote that they are dangerous at both ends and crafty in the middle. I think he had it right. <laughs> Again, yes. Damn it! I knew I was trying to find good horse quotes. <laughs> yeah, I want I want like a biological weapon that just spreads through and just kills like the entire population. A just good human. plague. Like, not even not, not even like a zombie plague. Uh, just like the good plague. Just human yeah, like, horses and like badges. fucking redweed. Like cra- um, like Captain Trips or something like that. <laughs> I just, I just don't want animals to go. If you're going to leave someone behind, at least leave the fucking animal. <laughs> There's the alarm going off. Oh, dear. We'll find out what that sorrow means after this break. Joe, give us your socials and your links and your thingy-bijiggies. Um, You can find us on Twitter, which is where we... I basically lurk all the time uh, at Hallmark of Grey. Uh, there is a Facebook and an Instagram, but I rarely use those because it's it's most people trying to sell you suntan lotion and shit. But it's like Hallmark of Greatness. So, yeah, uh, there's a link tree thing on the Twitter, so if you join that, all the rest is in there. I do I do twitches sometimes for um, Colonel Sanders based games. Um, <laughs> I also do, actually, I forgot to mention this, I don't know where this is allowed, but there is uh, Damn It Vince, which is a, a wrestling-based podcast that I also do, which started out as, like, actual wrestling reviews and has now got a whole section devoted to facts about sharks. And I don't know how that's come about. It just, it's just a natural evolution of how these oh, things I go. I see that. Yeah. Wrestling, uh, sharks. Yeah, that... that <laughs> I just don't trust sharks, like the foxes of the ocean. You don't trust many animals. 
They're neither one thing or the other. <laughs> Honey badgers, horses, sharks, foxes. I just don't like a lot of animals. Yeah, actually, meteor. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> most animals are dicks. <laughs> The alarm that sounded just before the break was a local nuclear arms facility. It seems that Boris Johnson has pressed a big red button after one too many work functions. Turns out our missiles are actually aimed at America, and after assuring us of our mutually assured destruction, they pressed their own big red button. All of America's missiles are aimed at China, though, who respond in the same way, and their missiles look to be taking out Russia. Putin was on TV at the time, and he heard what was going on, and he heard to mutter, the fuck? in Russian, of his course, uh, before shrugging his shoulders, pulling out a briefcase and releasing all his missiles. His ones are aimed at everyone else in the world, except North Korea, who really have uh, no one to... They've got no one firing <laughs> stuff at them, but they want to fire theirs off anyway, so the Little Kim hits his big red button, and it explodes on the launch pad, destroying the country immediately. <laughs> the last remaining sober member of the UK Parliament appeared on TV to hold a press conference and said, yeah, uh, we lied, we cheated, we stole, we're scum. Not much else I can say, really, is there? He then performs a DX crotch chop before chugging a bottle of tonic wine. I mean, I, I'd vote for him now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the world wasn't about to end in uh, 24 seconds, however. <laughs> As he belches into the microphone saying about enjoying the last 30 minutes of your lives, uh, you're beamed aboard a spaceship and a voice comes over the speakers. <clears throat> I am the Blue Knight. I've been put in charge of saving your pitiful race from complete extinction. Fuck knows why. Humans are pretty shit. Just look at what you've done with your own planet. But we've got a duty to uphold, I guess, and you're apparently the best specimen from a planet in millions, so you get to live. So, I mean, what we're giving you is a ship. It's top of the line by 2010 standards, at least, so it's got some USB ports on it. Sweet. Uh, you've got running water and some protein. Uh, as like extra firm tofu, really. It's tasteless. A bit shit, but you know, it keeps you alive. I a lot of tofu so that's fine it's also got a bed that keeps you from aging whilst you bumble your way through the universe and some human putty and a storage hold that you can make some human clones out of try not to have sex with any of it because everyone wants to stick their dick in these things no it's not for me <laughs> so press that button in front of you and get the registration process rolling click Please enter your name. Uh, Joseph of Hallmark. Joseph of Hallmark, what would you like your ship to be called? Oh, of all the things I thought about, this wasn't one of them. Um, let's call it the, let's call it the Shabair. <laughs> the Shabair. C H A R B T. I think it's French. And who would you like the onboard computers to look and sound like? Who motivates you? Oh, but it's the only voice I'm going to have to talk to, isn't it? There's also for... something to look, to look at as well. It's a holographic projection. No, but like, I get more out of listening than I do. Think. Can I have the voice to sound like... Remember the, 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 the rabbit from the Cadbury's Caramel adverts? Yeah. Oh. I, I think it was genuine. I think it was Miriam Margulies who was the voice of that. Which is it was at one point. Yes, it was. Yeah. So that, but then I also need it to like motivate me to not just sit around in my own filth. So the Cadbury's caramel bunny, as the voice. Yeah, yeah. And the look. No, no, no. Oh, mate, it's a hologram. I spend all my time diving through it. Uh, Wolf from Gladiators. Don't you have an interest? No, sorry. <laughs> Wolf from Gladiators with a voice every of the caramel rabbit. Every time he gets mentioned in the story. Yes, I have wrestled Wolf from Gladiators in a real shoot fight. And he is quite strong. <laughs> a shoot fight? Yeah. I haven't heard this story, please. I mean, I definitely heard this story because I probably. <laughs> see, this is Patreon exclusive. It was in training in. I was doing mixed martial arts and it was, he was just there. He was learning how to do mixed martial arts he was starting his own school gym kind of thing and he was just just training there and doing rolling Start. two minutes on with everyone switch around rest him for a little bit and he got me in a kimura with one arm and managed to make me tap out with just one arm and he went oh, am i doing this right i went well not really but there's not much i can do at this point because yep. he was so fucking strong yeah nice so work. yeah um, again, he's talking about nonsense, but 
<laughs> yeah, I think the voice of, of sexy caramel ro- uh, rabbit in the body of wolf would be enough to keep me on the straight and narrow. Cool, cool, cool. Next. You have to decide on six things to take with you from Earth. They can be anything except other humans. They're all dead. They're all dead, Dave. They're all dead. Dead, Dave. Um, are animals still alive? You can take animals, yes. Right, sweet. First thing, and I don't think anyone has done this up to this point that I've heard. Is it a cat? No. Uh, it's music. It's like a, a big Zoom or iPod, if you will. Uh, of just of just all of the world's music, everything, every like all of it, even like the weird, all that weird MySpace shit that got deleted a while back. MP3.com as well. Literally everything, like just random stuff, just all of it on a big old fat hard drive. Because so like Microsoft Zoom or iPod, or would you like an actual physical room to go in and look at all the music CDs or tapes? Or I'm not a big like oh i've got a collection of records person i've got some stuff that i like that i've kept hold of but it's all digital isn't it now like my old man ears can't hear the high frequencies anyway so uh yeah no just like a big thing that i can just yell at and be like play this and it will be like it will understand me for one thing because the one in the fucking kitchen doesn't (laughs) um heard those things don't like accents even slight ones Oh, mate, and they'll, they'll just think T's a C's. It's an absolute menace. Uh, but, yeah, I think, like, I, everyone's took, like, films, but I think music is the one thing that is the, the humanity's greatest gift to itself is music because it can make you feel happy, it can make you feel sad, it can make you feel angry. All the emotions then are, you know, akin to all three of them. So Barry White can make you feel horny. That's the fourth one. That's a bonus. <laughs> nice. So music, all of it on a digital device. Your second item. Uh, my dog, Sam. Um, he is an absolute fucking man. He's asleep on the couch in the front room at the moment. But yeah, um, I like the fact that nearly everyone who has been on this has picked an animal. It, it shows that you either have very nice friends or... And me. <laughs> you, 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 you picked a, a reanimated dog, I believe. The only one who hasn't brought an animal so far is Abby. Did she not? And she's the one who's actually she... money off the animal. I thought she brought the cat. Oh, I thought Lord. she brought the Abby. cat. Norman. No. Oh. Well, tells you everything you need to know. Well. Yeah, but it's one of those things like, you know, like they say, like, Dogs come to resemble their owners. In my case, I've just come to resemble my dog. Like he doesn't, he just fucks about all day. Doesn't give a shit. He stopped barking when deliveries arrive. Like he just doesn't care anymore. And I've, I've, I've fastly approaching that point in my life. <laughs> okay, dog, Sam. Right, what type of dog is he? He's a mess of everything. He's, um, I think we looked it up, and he's like a Australian Kelpie which is like an Australian sheepdog, but he's not. He's got like a corgi, he's got an Alsatian's head on like a corgi's body, but it's giant size. He's a mess. He's a mess oh, right. of an animal. The only but Australian sheep again, he's a rescue. Media is Mad Max 2. That's an Australian sheepdog, isn't it? Yes. No. No, that's a proper sheepdog. No, it's an Australian sheepdog. It's like a collie, isn't it? No. Is it not like a golden collie? No, it's an Australian sheepdog. Okay. I mean, it's been a while since I watched the original Mad Max films because of sugar tits. Yeah. Okay. Third item. Uh, my base. Uh, the one that I paid for with my own money. Uh, it's shit. It, like, the neck's warped to fuck. You have to play certain bits on certain bits because otherwise it doesn't work. But it's mine. It's the like the first thing I ever bought myself with my own money uh i still play it now not this not not this one here um it's a, a knockoff gibson thunderbird it's a shit base it feeds back to fuck if you stood near anything plugged in but it's mine it's i love it because it, again it just is a fucking it's a weapon of chaos it, it's just awful 
and everyone hates it. Uh, it. It has got a really nice tone because it's a Gibson Thunderbird, so you have got those nice two like double pickup separators between them. Um, but yeah, it's a, it doesn't fit in a prop. I had to buy a proper and like an, an official case to put it in. It doesn't fit in the standard cases because it's an unusual size. Uh, it's top heavy, so it tilts down constantly. It's unwieldy and impractical, but uh, again, I see a lot of myself in that. <laughs> okay, fourth item. Um, right. At this point, I was like, I don't need anything else, really. Books. Books. Like, you know, you were saying, like, I don't want a Kindle. I want, like, a library of an, an infinitesimal library of all the books that have been read. Not the weird like homebrew porn shit that everyone's doing. But like actual books, I, I, I remember as a child, I would read and read and read. I was a, a voracious reader. And now as an adult, I just don't have time. I get 30 minutes a week to sit down and read my comics like a, like a grown-up. <laughs> but I would love to be able to sit down and read actual books, all these things. My wife has time to do this and stuff. She works from home now, so she's got non-commute time. But I would love to be able to, I think, if I'm stuck forever on a ship in the universe, I've got my dog, I've got fucking music, and I've got books. That's like the sweet deal, isn't it? Pretty good ship so far. Or even if the books aren't real books, like the fake books, and you pull them out and it's like a Kindle inside, I'd be happy with that as well. Like I don't know what the limitations of the Blue Knight are. No, you can have whatever you want. You can have your full musty library of every book ever produced. Can I have one of those things that one of those ladders that I can beat in the beast along as well? <laughs> but yes. your your choices are excellent, sir. They're very similar to mine. If you just, I should have gone with music while smoking weed instead of just weed. Like I, <laughs> uh, weed and music is one of my choices. I just, I, I can't believe no one's picked music. And I'm like, that's 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 that's. Fucking from when I wake up to when I go to bed, my life is yeah. is, is is choreographed by what I listen to. It's, it's maybe it's a... we've taken it for granted because it's everywhere. I, I hadn't even considered it as a well. I'll, I'll be honest, I hadn't even considered it as an option. To be fair, music has been so devalued by Spotify and Apple Music and all that sort of shit. Um, go out, watch a band, buy their shit. Go and watch my band, whatever they're called. Down, I don't even know. <laughs> Sonic Death. <laughs> uh, Daryl and the Fat Cocks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, number five item. Now it gets very specific for me. Um, my homemade lasagna. Like, I don't eat meat very much. I, eat, I only eat it um, when my wife goes away to visit her family in London. And it's like a fun treat for me. I'll spend the entire day like rendering down tomatoes and putting garlic and stuff. It's like it's like a ritual of just I don't want to say ritual of of of, of man manliness because that's not a thing because that sounds such like yeah, a manly rituals cooking can be manly. It's just a thing of of just I make this this big old tray of lasagna and she's away for a weekend. I thought I'll I'll pass this out over a weekend. Don't have to cook anything. I can just go and do stuff during the day, and then I just sit there and eat it all in one go, like fucking Garfield. <laughs> like every time, I learn nothing. <laughs> every fucking time, I just you sit there and just, you just get the bowl. I literally eat it out of the uh, the baking tray. Yeah, I I'm a menace. Oh. I'm a disgrace <laughs> to myself. Every time, every time, I think you, I'll be different. You, and do you go for the burnt bits or do you like it? Not not burnt, you know, like the crunchy bits of the lasagna. Well, you see, because I, I was saying, I make my own bechamel, I make my own. I, it's 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 a it's a it's a thing of beauty, my lasagna. It's 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 my proudest. As a man who can't have children, this is my baby to the world. Every time I make it, um, and it's yeah, I like middle bits. I like the middle middle sections. Corner bits. I like I make my own fucking pasta. That's how because I know it fits into the fucking bowl. Then I am going to do the snapping it into the corners and then like patching it in like you do with cheap cheese stuff. It's a whole day's ritual for me, and it, it, it's it's just a thing that I think that I would really like. 
And I don't know whether I want the machine to replicate that or I want that the ingredients to make it myself. Because mm. I think after like day 200, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck this. Can you not just do it, robot? Do you want to go? With I'm going to say ingredients because then at least I can mix it up. There's only ingredients. Okay. And your final item. Now, this is a point of contention for me because I didn't want to be one of those people that are like, oh, whiskey defines who I am as a person. Um, and so I thought, oh, what do I drink most when I go out? Joey Holtz beer. I'm northern. Joey Holtz is from Manchester. When it's looked after, it's a delicious beer. But then I was like, uh, but we're on a robot ship. Are they going to know how to look after beer? Because if it's not looked after, Joey Holtz tastes like rat's piss. Like it's rancid as fuck. And so I thought, I'll go with the spirit option. And I'd like uh, an infinite supply of Paddy's Irish cider. Uh, I, sorry, Paddy's Irish whiskey, which is like Jameson's, but it's cheaper and nicer. Paddy's Irish whiskey. Okay. Yep. This is what I'm drinking here in honor, in celebration of it. <laughs> nice. Doing home measures, obviously. Yeah, that's like about 50 milli, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, saves you getting up. Refilling it. <laughs> it's literally near my foot. <laughs> okay, no, it was always my excuse. I always sort of fill like half the glass, and it's like you're drinking a lot. So I'm not getting up. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a similar <laughs> thing. Um, I thought it was just my dad, but uh, when uh, when my my when my my brother-in-law's friend came to a family do, and afterwards we went round to my mum and dad's house to have like a a pre uh, a post-party drink. My dad got a bottle of whiskey out and went, duh, 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 and like poured like a third of a tumbler into each glass. And this lad from, um, I think, down Canby Island, I think he was from, I think, was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, what? It's normal <laughs> for me. Like, my granddad would give us, um, like, sherry with our, uh, he would put sherry in our tea uh, on Sunday mornings, we'd go to church. My granddad would take us home. Someone would explain, oh, this is getting far too deep. All these people are dead now. It doesn't matter. Come on, moving on. That's what we're here for. The healing. Yeah, I know, but nobody wants this. Down the rabbit hole. Keep drinking and keep telling your stories. He used, to, he, used to, he used to basically get us drunk so he would pass out on the couch and he could watch Formula One uninterrupted. And I thought, I can see where my dad gets it from now, yeah. Whenever I see Nigel Manson, I start spinning out. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was Mika Hackman and, uh, yeah. Ayrton. Oh, when, when, my age there. When Ayrton Senna was still alive, yeah. yeah, yeah. Your choices are music, all of it, on a digital device. Probably a FLAC file, the best one I'm guessing. Your dog? I'm, whatever, yeah. I'm not bothered about the audio quality. I just want, like, a, 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 I'd like a room that I can sit in and just oh, you definitely want audio quality because I've switched from Spotify to Deezer recently, and the changing quality is noticeable. Really? Yeah. Spotify have been had for years. Has Deezer got all the stuff on it though? I've got high fidelity. No, I mean like in terms of yeah. everything. Yeah, they've got everything. I think the app is a little bit shonky. Yeah, a little bit here and there. It doesn't work with my speaker annoyingly. I have to go for a secondary app to get my speaker working with Deezer, but no, the audio quality is... I was, I was after fucking off Spotify, but also I'm the owner of the family plan and I can't <laughs> like burn everyone else because of my political beliefs. Be a Tory. Fuck you. Just for once. No. Anyway, you've got your bass guitar. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Your, your library of all your books. Is that the fan fiction stuff? Uh, homemade lasagna, ingredients, mm. and Paddy's Irish whiskey. Happy with all of them? Don't want to change your mind last minute? No. Lock it in. Okay, there you go. So, if you read the terms and conditions of the IO computer, which I didn't actually ask you to because I'm the, uh, the, the different knight, I don't care too much, you see that it does require you playing some games before you get these items. You get six questions, and if you get a question right, you get to take an item. 
Okay. Two attempts at each question apart from the first one. And the first one you'll get, uh, this is a six-part multiple-choice question. Crivens. If you get four questions right, you get an item. If you get more than four, you get extra goes at future questions. Okay. So you get two answers, and if you get all six of these, you get an extra two. So you can burn out a couple of answers. And we scanned your brain as you come on board, and we saw you like a bit of the old play fighting. Hmm. Oh, please don't go hard on me, Blue Knight. <laughs> like my my brain is basically custard. Don't ask for dates and shit, because... Go on. Sorry, sorry, Blue Knight, to interrupt you. On what day? Ah, uh, Tuesday. Okay, so here's a bunch of questions regarding the champions of a thing called All Elite Wrestling. Okay. Oh, oh I, I like All Elite Wrestling. Okay, I might have a chance for this. Okay, so it's all about the championships. The six championship belts, apparently. Now, yes. Yes, uh, the first championship belt is the FTW championship title. Yep, Taz's belt. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I think I got a chuckle out of me. <laughs> Boo, remember something. Reference. Not officially recognised, but still defended in AEW. Yep. So how many people have held the title? Overall, including its original ECW run. In this, I, I think, this. I, I want to say four. You, you want to say four? Including its ECW run back in the late 90s. Taz had it for so long and then <sighs> it got taken off him. Giving him the clue on the video. <laughs> I'll turn your fucking video on and then you chud. No, no, that's <laughs> all right. Yeah. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Do you mean different thing? Are people just people who've held it? It's how many holders have had it? You, you've got the options of three, four, or five. I want to say four. Go four. I want to say Taz. There was someone else. Correct. Four title holders. Taz Sabu. Sabu. Fuck. Yeah. I was doing the old hand. I was doing the old pointing to the sky gimmick, and then I was yeah, like, I don't yes. video and then um, Brian Cage <laughs> and Ricky Starks. Yes. yes. Correct. God bless Sabu. God bless Sabu. A man, a man lost in time. Yeah. Okay, the AEW Tag Team Championship. Which team won the titles in the Bahamas? The options are Kenny Amiga and Hangman Page, the Young Bucks, or FTR. Which title? What, which team it's won part of the Jericho, the Chris Jericho's COVID cruise. Before yeah. COVID cruise was a thing. It's uh, Hangman and Omega. Correct. Two correct answers so far. The AEW TBS Championship, a new women's championship introduced this year. The final was contested between Jade Chargill and Ruby Soho. Cargill. Cargill. I don't know. I don't watch these things anymore. Just just, just put it out there so you can pronounce it correctly. Cargill. Thank you. Do I take that again? Not really. Nah, <laughs> fuck it, mate. Don't mind, does it? Aside from those two, which of these wrestlers wasn't in the semi-finals? Oh, you dirty boy. So Jade Cargill and Ruby <laughs> in the semi-finals. You got Thunder Rosa, Nyla Rose, or Hikaru Shida. Shida wasn't in them because she was out at the time, I think. So you saying here, right? Hikaru Shida wasn't in there. Correct. Wait, sorry, what was the question again? Oh, okay. All right, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You did it. <laughs> Who wasn't in the semi-finals? So she wasn't in the semi-finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was out. Uh, her knee had been busted open by someone. Um, Professor Payne, however. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, I'm doing... I'm, I'm, let's, keep, let's keep this one I'm going. I'm doing great. Like, I'm going to get all my six things in and be the first person to do it. Okay. The TNT Championship title. It's a simple one. How many wrestlers have held this title? Fuck you. <laughs> right. Four, five, or six. We had Cody. We had Brody Lee. We had Cody again, so that counts as one. We've had... Darby Allen. We've had Miro. We've had Sammy Guevara. And then last week we got Scorpio Sky, so six. 
So someone's was that not an option? Four, five, or six? Six I, is the I answer. I wrote these questions before the title change, so... Okay, got it right. <laughs> you know more than the Blue Knight. <laughs> right, Blue Knight. Also, <laughs> I want some Go Faster Stripes up the side of this fucker. <laughs> go Faster Stripes, yes, you get some. <laughs> AEW Women's Championship. How many days did Hikaru Shida hold the title? Hey, it was long. 300 days, 354 days, or 372 days? She she won it at the start of the COVID era. And then she held on to it for, I want to say, I'm going to say 372. 372. Correct. And the final one for this. Is this not fun to listen to? Sorry. <laughs> The AEW oh, World yeah. Championship. How many days did the championship go missing after Jericho went out on a bender? Oh, fuck knows, mate. Um, no multiple choice in this one because you're doing so well. very early on. That. Um, oh, no. He went to Vegas, didn't they? Um, yeah, he left it in the limo when he got nicked. Yeah, and Hornswoggle shows up like in a nappy. Yeah, fucking what a dark time for wrestling this is. <sighs> seven days. Seven days in Vegas, wasn't it? You're saying seven days? Yeah. Survey says it was four days. Ah, four. Nah. I, I think I held my own there. Yeah, you've got to take an item and you've got an extra guess. So which item are you going to take? I'm going to take all the music, please. All the music. That's in your inventory. Okay, next question. Bit of Satanism up next as we travel to the world of DD gaming. Oh, yes. This is another one of your special subjects. Name the two people credited with creating the game. Oh, fuck you. Um, it's oh, Gary. Two? Yeah, it's it's Gary Gygax. Um... <sighs> Come on, Boo, where's those clues? I want to say Tom Hanks. <laughs> no, Tom Hanks was in the film. Um... We caught that by accident. Why does Gygax that movie sound so familiar to me? Gary Gygax? Yeah, but I'm not a D&D player. No, no, but you would have, you, you by osmosis, you would have heard that name. Hmm. Like, episode of Futurama. Yeah, yeah, fair, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, there's the, the, the episode Bender's Big Adventure, I think it is. I really want to see Bender's Big <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I was saying that. It's one of the new episodes, isn't it? That's why they're going back. Woo! But he just said woo! <laughs> sorry. It's, it's something really fucking normal, isn't it? It's something like Dave Kleps or something. That's not a normal name, is it? No one's called Dave Kleps. No one, no one, no one likes to get the Kleps. Dave Kleps. Dave Kleps. No, I'm not going with Dave Kleps, because no one's called Kleps. I've never met in my entire life someone called... Was it Stephen Montagog? <laughs> was, it Keith, was, it Keith, was it Keith Mischief? Uh, <laughs> and his daughter missed the hate. <laughs> he, was, he tried to port man to his name, and it just Keith Mischief. <laughs> It's like they. Uh, I watched a. I, I watched like a two-hour documentary about the art of fucking D and D the other day, and it was the most boring thing in the world. But I powered through it uh, for the for you know for the culture. Um, it's Dave. It's Dave. It's Gary Gygax and Dave. Gary Clex. Dave D twenty. Dave, Dave, Dave D12. Dave Dungeons. <laughs> Dave Dungeons. And he's yeah, if you lines. translate Gygax into Greek, it means dragons. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Dave something. Dave Armisen. Dave Arnons, Ar Arnoldson. Amundsen. What are you going with? This is like that thing in Father Ted where it's like, guess the name. Guess my name. <laughs> Oh, the Robert Cavallara. Father Spordo Komodo. Spordo Komodo. Father Tighted Lips. Father Harry Cake Lydum. Father Pee Wee Stairmaster. Going to need a definitive answer there. 
Dave, Dave Armandson. Yes. Gary Gygax and David Arnison. Armandson. Arnison. Just, just, just take a oh, no, no, because I need to know these things. <laughs> Is it Arnonson? You said Armonson. It's close enough. I'll take that. I knew it was some sort of. It's not Clex. You have to take an item. What are you taking? Uh, my dog, Sam. Taking your dog. He's a good boy. Oh, I'm assuming so... that the healing, like, back to tank bed will heal him back to like, yeah. when he was a good boy. Make him a puppy. Okay, so. No, I, I never had him when he was a puppy. Well, you can do now. Hmm. I don't. I, 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 there's a lot of there to unlock. Anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's fine. We, we, we work around that. It's fine. It was more of a scare <laughs> of Chinese people I was worried about. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dungeon Dragons, known for being played with dice. What is the largest sided fair dice that has ever been made? Oh, you're a fuck. Um. <laughs> So fair means it's, it actually works perfectly. It's balanced, yeah, yeah. I've I've seen D hundreds, and they're basically golf dimples. I'm going to say a D hundred that is balanced and fair. D hundred, incorrect. You've got another stab at that one, and you've got a bonus answer if you want to take it. Blue Knight, as I've done your job for you, basically for a lot of this. Um, Higher or lower? Higher. Higher than a fucking hundred? It's a Disdikes Triconterhedron. Oh, man. If Latin was my first language, I'd be all on this. <laughs> what was that? It's going to be something stupidly big, like 181 or like... We'll go, we'll go 181, and then can I reserve my extra guess and just fuck lasagna off? 181. <laughs> but it's a good lasagna. That's no other meat. You did build that lasagna up. i got to admit, I got a little bit hard yeah, yeah, on the yeah, That is incorrect. Do you want to have another stab at it? Or... I don't want to. I'm randomly guessing numbers out of all of the numbers that exist. So lasagna's going <laughs> bye-bye. No, no, we'll get rid of Paddy's. I'm keeping the lasagna. Get rid of Paddy's. Yeah. Okay, it was 120. Why? <laughs> Absolute <laughs> fucking menaces. They actually said it's completely pointless, but, you know, they did it. No no point where you have to roll that. <laughs> so I missed that. What was the dice? 120 sides. 120. Who wants a D120? What good is that for? Fuck, exactly no one. Gloomhaven or some shit like that. No, even Gloomhaven doesn't work on those barren specifics. <laughs> okay, so with D&D, in the first edition of the game, there were three classes of character. This expanded in the fifth edition of the rules to 13 classes and named them all. What? Oh, okay, fifth edition. Oh, big space, mate. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, the first three classes oh, were uh, cleric, Kenneth. man, and magic user. What was the first to be added after that in the supplement Greyhawk? Oh, you're a monster, aren't you? So cleric, fighting man, and magic user. What would be the additional one? Cleric, fighting man, magic user. I'm going to guess uh, thief. Fucking spot on. What are you taking with you? What have I got left? Sorry. Um, bass guitar, your books, and your lasagna. Oh, mate, I've picked up the lasagna so much now, I feel like I have to take that. <laughs> you do, you do. Yeah. I mean, when, when all of our spaceships meet up, we'll have a fuck... We can watch Godfather on, like, Mark's ship. Uh, I'll make some lasagna. Boo can get some fucking smokes on. It'll be tidy. With the dogs together. Oh, mate, all the dogs will be able to... Yeah. Oh, this is heaven. Kill me out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is this is starting to sound pretty good. All the people that's cats with them bark. fuck off into the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next special subject, 2000 AD. You still reading it? <sighs> Not for a while. I just don't have the time. I cancelled my subscription a couple of years back. Shame. 
It's about modern stuff I'm talking about now. Well, you're a monster then, aren't you? You've not <laughs> like you've got 30 fucking years of back history to go at. Okay, first published in 1977 and up to 2,262 issues now. Judge Dredd being the most iconic character to be associated with the series and appearing in it from the start. Also from 1981 to 1998, he had his stories in a daily newspaper. Can you name what newspaper that was in? It was the Daily Star, wasn't it? Correct. Also randomly in the Metro for four months. Yeah, I remember that. And I was like, why is this in here? Also, Judge Dredd's stories do not translate well in the three panel, three panels. No, apparently there was a collection, a collected series of them. It's in one of the um, complete case files, I believe, is all of the, the weird shit that they just did. I think it's when the Stallone film came out. Yeah, amazing film. Do you like it? It's not bad. If you want to listen to me talking about that, go and listen to the Cult Connections episode with uh, me and, and Ian. Um, he doesn't, he, he, he cut out all the good stuff. <laughs> well, I was just going on about like 2080 law for four hours. Stallone's Judge Dredd is the very definition of all the gear and no idea. Yeah, it really is. Looks absolutely banging. It was just a shit film. Yeah, that Mega City one is tremendous. If you can, if you can, ah, oh, mate, I might have to do that one day. Just Portman two, like um, that, and the the Carl Urban Dread. Who would you have playing there? Anyway, right. Anyway, sorry. Let's finish the fucking thing. Sorry, sorry, if sorry. I was sorry, Lucas, sorry I saw probably Mel <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dean. Come on, let's finish this. And then, we can, then we can chat about nonsense. Yeah, you wonder why you didn't cut it. Anyway, <laughs> what are you taking with you? <laughs> That's the bonus bit. Because you've got your bass guitar and your books. I'll take the books. If I'm going to be in space for a long time, I'm going to need something to occupy my space. I've got, I've got music. I've got my dog. I've got lasagna. That's, uh, I think I'm living a pretty good life here. Okay. And your final question. Rick Mail. Uh, in 1999, he and Aid Edmondson celebrated 25 years as a comedy team by releasing the film Guesthouse Paradiso. As well as being the feature film debut of Simon Pegg, the film holds a record for the longest scene featuring vomiting in cinematic history. How long did that scene last? Oh, fuck you and all the things you stand for. Um, my bass guitar's in the ether. I, I, um, I'm going to say two minutes 42. Another guess at that? No, I don't need it. I don't need your fucking sympathy, Blue Knight. <laughs> I know I'm never going to get it right, so let's just yeet the fucking bass guitar into the ocean. Yeah. There you go. Six minutes. <laughs> Seven minutes. Six minutes. Oh. Six minutes of vomiting. In a cinematic <sighs> classic guest house parody. So. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> So at the end of that, you got all of the music, your dog, books in your library, and your homemade lasagna. I'm fucking happy with this, to be honest. That's a good, that's a good lot. I'm annoyed I've got no booze, but eh. yeah, you, you might I can live without that. Anyway. Like I have done for years. Yeah, it's fine. It's suddenly a very boozy lasagna. <laughs> Yeah, something's happened. We'll find out what after this oh, break. Oh. Hello, this is that Efkin guy from the future with a future guest. Here with some plugs for stuff he's doing. Take it away. 
Good evening, good afternoon, good day, good morning, wherever and whatever you are. My name is Sunset Skip, and I am a professional wrestler extraordinaire. You can catch Big Skip at many, many places over the coming months. The best place to catch Sunset Skip, in fact, to find Sunset Skip, is across all social media at Find Sunset Skip. And keep an eye out for Sunset Skip appearing at some of the future shows for the likes of CXW, Ultimate British Wrestling, DOA Wrestling, even the prestigious Premier Promotions, Sacrifice Pro Wrestling, and many, many more. To find out exactly where Sunset Skip's going to be found next, which territory he's going to go to, where he's going from coast to coast, like butter on toast, at Find Sunset Skip. You're welcome for the house. Back to regularly scheduled programming. Got a dice to roll. Yeah, I know you've rolled them like nine times there, you little cheating git. Yeah, I know. I mean, you're in charge. You're the DM. You can do what you want to do. So. I'm being really, really punished now. The Blue Knight quite likes you. You're not a complete cock. So yeah. he's opened up another Infinity Cargo Bay. So you can take one more item, but you can't be anything you've previously asked for. He's being nice to you. Wait, my base, my base is just there. <laughs> base is just there, whipping off into space. Like, and I'm like, mm, I'm okay with this. Yeah. None of you basically can't have your Paddy's Irish whiskey. No, nah, that's fine. You, you specified I mean, Paddy's Irish whiskey. I know, but I feel like I could, I could use this as a as a clean break to get like good stuff. <laughs> mm. Before the lockdown happened in Britain, uh, I, I I've got in the cupboard over there. Uh, I'm going to take my um, recurve bow and arrows, if that's all right. Hmm. I got pretty good. I got some um, medals at shooting bows and arrows, not like for just showing up and stuff. It, it was just for showing up. Um, medals. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I think that would be like, because how... Mm, hello, Blue Knight. How big is the ship? Because... Have I got like a, a 60 foot area of range where I can just go and shoot? It's an infinity cargo, but it can be. Ah, sweet, then, yeah. In yeah. which case, we'll have infinity yeah. whiskey. <laughs> no, no, no. I think I'll get more. I'll get more out of It's the only exercise I ever really got down with was archery. And that bow and arrow may come in handy one day. When you Minimum get effort. Aisha for me. and her machete. And her I wouldn't want to go. Do I, I have any weaponry at all? No, I, I, weed. But, uh, uh, but lots of lots. yeah, but like mm, I can wield the wield the, the, the no. Thing. I think I think just the general day to day on we would be enough to act like I was drunk. So, <laughs> but have you tried on we on we? Sorry, um. no, I got it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I'm gonna take my my uh, my my Rico bow and my arrows. And Ooh. I and I, I, I like the kit to set up a, a nice safe shooting range. Nice. So, just before you set off in your journey, the uh, Blue Knight opens up all the speakers on every available audio device. Uh, so it's about playing some music. Maybe want to see the world off, and then give a little speech to the world as uh, they go into nuclear annihilation. Jesus, this was the, this this was literally the hardest thing. Um, I want to play Corona by the Minutemen. And as this plays, I'll just be like, humanity, we tried. We really did try. Some of us didn't try enough. Some of us tried harder than others. However, our luck has come to an end. And what better way to symbolize that than with a song that is about poor people being utilized by the rich classes but has been used for rich white males hitting themselves in the balls with bowling balls. I feel no pain leaving you. Goodbye. Sisters in the emptiness of ourselves. Is bid you goodbye. That's Joe Serenatus. 
www.tokotzone.com for your FK show needs and desires. Go there, say social medias, buy us a coffee, leave us a review. You can email us at fkinsyo.gmail.com. That's where you send all your grundle pics and your hate mail. Corolla. And that's the world gone. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye. And everybody. sweet dreams from the bastard. <laughs> Why? Only had a corona. Five cent deposit. Next week, we head off into the sunset. I've also got boy bands. Yes, indeed. I have the uh, the most manly taste in music. So if all the boy bands in history of the world are put into an yes. elimination clockwork orange cage match of death. Wow. Who's leaving first and who's winning the whole thing? Winning the whole thing would be 17. Because, <laughs> you know, if, if we're basing it on looks, they were the world's ugliest boy band and therefore probably the most hard. <laughs> <laughs>